We're going to read from Psalm 51, verses 1 through 13. This is the living word of God. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my, trans my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. O Lord, you are the one who restores us. You are the one who gives us joy and upholds us, strengthens us. And so we praise you for your mercy this morning and your great forgiveness in the Lord Jesus, which we know so clearly through the sacrifice of our Lord on the cross. O Lord, may we be open now to learn from your word and to apply it and to have hearts prepared to commune with you at your table. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we saw last week, in fact, we've been seeing all through Psalm 51, David is crying out, he is confessing, he knows he has egregiously sinned, and last week, and in a number of ways in this psalm, he is praying to be restored. He once re restored communion, the joy that he knew. And so he asked the Lord to restore him, he said, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Restore that to me. And he wanted to be upheld and he wanted to be, he needed to be strengthened and upheld because he was weak at this point. And so he asked the Lord to uphold him by his spirit. And brothers and sisters, if we are restored by the Lord and if we are being upheld by the Lord and we rejoice in that, we are then able to serve others and to teach others about the Lord because we have experienced the goodness and the forgiveness and the power of the Lord Jesus. And as a result of restoration and the upholding strength of the Holy Spirit, David declares, I will teach transgressors your ways. He said, then, then I will teach transgressors your ways. As I understand this, as I am restored, as I am upheld, I can teach. We are called to teach. He is a better teacher now because by the transforming power of the grace of God, he has seen again the justice of God and the mer great mercy of God to him and he wants to fulfill his task, the one he knew uh, as a messenger of the grace of God. Because he was a transgressor of the law of God and very clearly so and even publicly so, David's testimony to others now around him is that the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, abounding in mercy, abounding in forgiveness. He is a clear testimony of this now. So David's whole life, really, and the testimony in the scriptures of his life is that the Lord is merciful to those who repent. He gives grace to repent. 
But we repent and we turn in faith to him. So David had confessed his sin and in obedience and by the grace of God he did this. And he is repenting. He is turning from his sinful ways. And so now he can be very effective in helping fellow transgressors, those around him who've seen this, to know the Lord and to teach them then the ways of the Lord. He's saying, I can now teach again how great God's mercy is. And we here are all called to speak this way to those who do not know the Lord. They do not know his mercy. To give the testimony of the work of God in our lives and of his mercy to us. And we need to praise the Lord for his mercy, of course, and also we need to declare this to everyone who will listen, to declare his great mercy to us. Now we might hesitate, I know, to do this sometimes, to teach other transgressors the ways of the Lord, might be hesitant somehow, knowing how often we, how I have failed, how I have sinned. Who am I to teach anyone? I'm weak. I'm not always a great example. But 2 Corinthians 4, the Lord said this through Paul to us, we have this treasure, meaning the gospel, meaning the, the knowledge of the mercy of God, we have this treasure in earthen vessels to show that the excellence of the power is of God and not of us. It's exactly what we are to proclaim. The excellence of the power is of God, not of us. So we should not lose heart in our ministry of teaching, declaring the truth, because the Lord uses us even in our weaknesses to, to display his glory. We want to let his mercy shine forth in our weakness. His power can be seen in them. And so as forgiven sinners who have experienced also the mercy of God, we must not hold back the truth, uh, telling the truth, teaching the truth to those who need to hear it. Even if it means admitting that we have sinned, we have failed, we have fallen, we are weak in order to share about the mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, in our lives. In Acts 4, Peter and John went to the, they were speaking and the Sanhedrin told them, you're not supposed to speak anymore in the name of Jesus. And they said, well, we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. What else can we do? What else can we do but proclaim the mercy of God to us? They could not contain themselves in speaking of the Lord to those around them and what he had done in them. Matthew Henry had this short sentence here and I thought it was very helpful. Penitents should be preachers. Penitents meaning people who, like David, we've repented, we've fallen, we've repented, we've confessed, we've poured out our heart to God and we're asking him to, we're restored now in the love uh, that he gives. And so penitents should be preachers. We can be now in power. And he went on and said, we should teach other transgressors what God has done for our souls. And sometimes we fear, do I have the right words? Will I answer the right questions? Declare what God has done in your soul. And we sang, we read the part of the Great Commission. We did read Matthew 28, 19, 20 this morning. And in there it says that we are called to teach all nations. To, and Jesus said, to observe all that I have commanded you. We're to teach. And we can teach by his mercy. And not only will transgressors learn the ways of God from us, even through our own weaknesses and our failures, and then our teaching, of course, and then by the restoration and renewal of the Lord. But sinners, also sinners, those who do not know the Lord, will be converted to him. 
The Apostle Paul was another example of a sinner saved by God's amazing grace uh, who told everyone he could of what God had done in his life. And he said in 1 Timothy 1, he said, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the chief. And I got to thinking of that. Uh, maybe some of you read uh, John Bunyan's autobiography, basically a testimony of God's work in his life. <clears throat> and it's called Grace Abounding to the Chief of Sinners. Maybe we could all write our own version, but Grace Abounding to the Chief of Sinners and the Secondary title was A Brief Relation of the Exceeding Mercy of God in Christ to His Poor Servant. And brothers and sisters, we carry the gospel in jars of clay, and we are weak, but praise the Lord that He uses repentant sinners, as weak as we are, to proclaim the gospel. May we be motivated this week by God's wonderful mercy to us, to humbly teach others, that they might return in joy to him. If they've known him and fallen, they can return in joy to him after hearing our testimony. Or may others be converted to him. Let's pray. Dear Lord, you are holy and just, and we are sinners saved by grace because you are a merciful God. Oh Lord, may we be used for your glory to teach other transgressors your ways to teach others about you. And may our testimony of your mercy be used in the conversion of those who do not know you. O oh Lord, uphold us by your spirit that we might be more bold in declaring the truth we see in this table that we are coming to now. And that only your atoning sacrifice can pay for our sin and allow us to commune with you at all. And we come now in faith in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.